Welcome to the Grace for the Growth podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Leo. The goal of this podcast is to encourage you on your own growth journey by empowering you to live your life with authenticity, freedom, and confidence. We will get real and raw as we dive into honest conversations about life, faith, business, relationships, dating, healing, and so much more. My goal is that you would walk away from our time together feeling a little less alone, a little less crazy, and a little more brave to be yourself. I hope you will find yourself more compassionate to past you, challenged as present you, and excited for future you. Embrace the story. Welcome the messy of it all. Sit in the unknown. And most importantly, live authentically. So pull up a chair in my virtual living room and let's dive into today's conversation. Hey friends, I got a solo episode for you today. I asked y'all on my Instagram story if y'all wanted to see a solo episode or a guest episode. Y'all almost unanimously, not totally, but almost unanimously, unanimously voted solo and so That's what you're getting today, and I am so excited to share with you this topic that I have chatted with y'all about, that y'all have asked me to talk about, um, that I've heard from you guys in phone calls and in DMs and voice messages. Today, I am just going to have a real honest conversation with y'all about the tension of how to walk in our unique design when all we also want to do is fit in. It's something that I just keep hearing over and over and over again. Many of us have just lived with this, I don't know whether it's this filter or this muting or whether it's this expectation of others. There's something that we carry, something that we hold that keeps us from living out our unique design, right? So Let me backtrack a little bit, okay, because I just like dove straight into this, but I really want to just speak from the heart, speak from what I've been learning, what the Lord's been showing me and how to have grace for the growth in this, in this process and in this season and, and kind of how this looked like in my life and, um, some things that I hope will encourage you and of course help you feel a little less alone. So, um, when I think about this tension of how to walk in unique design, right? So like living authentically, there's a few different, there's a few different thoughts. There's a few different phases. So the first thing is we have to know who we are. And that is not a, like a quick process. That's not a complete process. It is a constant process. I am consistently learning (laughs) more about who I am and stepping into that and stepping into that like fully with confidence and so like knowing who you are is important, right? So, so let's, let's dive into that a little bit. So, so knowing who you are, well, that is like, that might be your personality. That might be your past. That might be your giftings. That might be, um, part of your story. That might be your strengths, but that also might be just like your story that just creates your unique perspective, right? That might be your identity. Um, the things that get you excited, the things that you get like you have a lot of passion about, that might be part of your story and your identity. Um, the things that you love to do, the things that you're good at, how you show up in the world, how you interact with people, like knowing who you are is a constant process. And so that's the first thing I want to encourage you with is if you're sitting there listening and going, 
Gosh, I just feel like I am constantly evolving, constantly developing. I still don't 1000% who I am. And like, I'm looking at the internet and people are like, oh, well, she knows who she is and she's found her niche in the world and she's found X, Y, and Z. I just want to just relieve you that like growth and, and discovery of who you were designed to be is a lifelong process, right? There could be things that we see as themes in our life. Like for me, I definitely see themes of what I was created to do and what I was meant to do on the planet, but how that shows up and different things I learn about myself changes over time. Like it is an ever growing process, right? And sometimes it's not new things. I mean, sometimes it is, but sometimes it's just language to things we've always known. Okay. So like, for example, I was in a, um, a weekend long retreat, um, with freedom movement and, um, they call it freedom Academy. And I was sitting there, it's hosted by Carrie Garcia. And I was listening to her share the story and she has a big bubbly personality like I do. And she just put language to something that I really connected with myself. She was telling the story about being a kid and like being a little like doing a performance and stuff like that. And I'm not going to tell her story, but, um, she was like, yeah, she said, cause, cause I'm an entertainer. That's part of who I am. And it was just this like side moment between me and the Lord where it was just this like huge light bulb moment of, oh my gosh, being an entertainer can be part of your unique design. And for me, like when I think of like being an entertainer, like I think of, you know, like people in Hollywood or actresses or comedians or I don't know, something like that. And, you know, I am, I am a musical theater like kid, right? So I do have some history of that. And so maybe I would have said I was an entertainer back then. But when I look back at my life, like I look back at childhood and like I was the girl when anytime the video camera would come out, like it was the Courtney show. Like you could literally pull up home videos and my parents could tell you, my siblings could tell you, it was like the home video would come on and I'd be like, Hey guys, welcome back to our backyard. Um, I am Courtney and I am going to show you our new swing set today. So if you want to come over here, I'll show you my swing. Um, it's blue. And like, I went through the whole thing. I pretended like I was on my own episode of Sesame Street. Okay. So it's like, like I've always been that way. And then when I got into performance and I got into singing and acting and all that stuff, and then even when I transitioned into writing and directing, like it very much was all about entertaining and I love to make people laugh and, and all of that. And, and there was definitely a season of my life in the 20, in my twenties, not in the twenties, but in my twenties where I mm, pulled back on a lot of that because I thought people wouldn't take me seriously if I was funny. And so I just kind of pulled back, kind of silenced that a little bit. And then really this world of social media and, you know, building a platform and connecting with people online and the creativity of reels and TikToks has really allowed me to kind of lean back into that entertainer. And so that's a really long way of saying that the things about your identity that make you you 
may not be new things. They might just be language to things you've always known. I've always known that was the girl inside of me. And now I can say, no, part of my unique design is that I am an entertainer. So anytime the enemy tries to get in my way and says, oh no, like that, that you're going to look dumb. No one's going to take you seriously. Don't say that. Like that's just an attack on who I am. Like no, I am an entertainer. Like that is one of my gifts. That's part of my personality that makes me who I am. And so that's the first thing I want to challenge you in as we dive into this tension bit is when it comes to discovering who you are, are you humble enough and are you positioned enough to recognize that this is a lifelong process. And there might be new things that the Lord wants to reveal to you about who you are, but it also might be language to what you already know exists, right? So so that's a little bit of first of all what I want to talk about. And that took a little longer than expected, but I think it's really important to talk about the discovery of your identity, right? And there's more we can go into that, but but I think that's the first thing. The second thing is, okay, now that you know who you are or you're discovering who you are, you have a little bit of an understanding who you are. And gosh, I'm going to go back for a second. Um, Who you are is not just your career. Can I say that again? Who you are is not just your career. So if you have felt your whole life that what your job is and what pays you money is your identity, I would just like to offer you the opportunity (laughs) to step into who you are is a lot more than that. What makes you you, the magic of who you are, how you show up in every environment, no matter if it's between the hours of nine to five or if it's, you know, in retirement or in childhood or in church or with friends or whatever it is, like who you are, your identity is not necessarily tied to your career. I know a lot of people who know who they are and who are walking in their calling, but have no idea like what job they want to do for the next 20 years. To be quite honest, that's where I find myself a lot of times. Like I have switched industries so many times. My resume is all over the place, but I would still say I know who I am and I can look at the, at the thread and the strings of what are my strengths and how I've operated in my strengths or how I have not operated in my strengths right? That's a whole a whole bit if you know my story and being in not good job environments and um, not stepping fully in freedom in that, not living authentically in that, right? But, but um, you know, people ask me all the time, especially on like dating apps, like, what's your five-year plan? What's your 10-year plan? And I'm like, in regards to life or in regards to jobs? And usually they're asking me about jobs and I'm like, um, I'm literally taking it one day at a time, literally taking it one day at a time. And that's what I've said for years. That's why I've literally said for forever. And honestly, it's worked out for me. It's worked out. So some of y'all, some of y'all know exactly what you want to do, what you want to get paid for, but then others of y'all, you don't know, or it keeps changing. And just because you keep changing careers doesn't mean that you're having an identity crisis. It might, don't get me wrong. Some people who are changing careers are having an identity crisis, but just because you are, or just because you don't have this like trajectory path, or just because you know, your parents were in the same career field for their entire career until retirement, but you're not, you keep switching around. Doesn't mean that you're flailing. Doesn't mean that you're flailing. Okay. 
Um, so that's one thing. Yeah. I went back and debunked and I could say the same thing also about ministry too. Okay. Um, wow. I just found a lot of new podcast episodes. <laughs> um, if you want me to expand on any of these topics, please DM me and let me know. Uh, and I will make them for you. Okay. Um, that's always the invitation, but let me know for sure. For sure. Okay. Um, so now I'm going to try to move on. <laughs> so knowing who you are, right? Knowing being on the journey towards discovery, being on the journey towards figuring out what that looks like, what that healing process looks like, all of that. Well, the next part of it is how do you walk it out? How do you walk it out? And the first thing when I'm working with clients or I'm teaching courses or classes or whatever is I ask them, what environments are you in? And do those environments create safe spaces for you to be you? Are you being you in those environments, in those friendships, in those rooms? Why or why not? And if you sit and if you process through those questions, you'll start to realize, oh, when I walk into this room or when I'm around this group of people or when I step into these conversations, this is where I shut down. This is where I mute or filter who I am. This is where things adapt or things adjust. And I want to encourage you to kind of get curious about why. Why do you feel like those spaces are not safe? Because honestly, a lot of times if we're being completely honest, it's because there's really unhealthy boundaries or it's the wrong environment or the wrong relationship to be in. I have asked myself these questions in churches. I have asked myself these questions as a staff member. I have asked myself these questions in relationships. I've asked myself these questions in friendships. Okay, I'm dating this dude and I feel like I can't be fully me around him. I feel like I have to dim my passion down or dim my personality down. I have to dim my light a little bit because he rolls his eyes anytime I like say something funny or now for me, I have a very bubbly personality. So anytime I'm in a space where I don't feel like I can be bubbly and I have to be too serious or people don't take me seriously or, or anything like that is not a safe space for me. If I feel like I have to just kind of like sit in the background or um, just kind of, I don't know, observe everything going on versus helping people engage and helping people connect with each other and all that stuff, then that's important. And in my one-on-one relationships, I really, I really need to feel like I can, I can flail a little bit, (laughs) you know, I'm using that word again in a different context, but like that I can be a little funny, a little, like I can do a dance move or I can break out into song and you're not going to make fun of me. And so if I start feeling like I can't be that person, well, now that's not a safe space anymore. So maybe there needs to be a boundary there, or maybe there needs to be a moment to walk away. So what is it? Know who you are and ask yourself and get curious about the environments that you're in, the environments that you feel like, oh, I don't feel safe to show up here. And why? Why don't you feel safe to show up there? It's okay that you don't. I'm not questioning that you don't feel safe to show up there. But I'm asking you to get curious about why. Does it need to be a boundary? 
Is it something about the space that they're creating? Is it something you need to open your mouth about that you've just kind of gone with the flow and you just need to open your mouth and share, Hey, things are different (laughs) or Hey, this doesn't feel like a safe space. And in order to feel safe space, this is, this is what I need. What are your thoughts on that? Can you meet me there? It's, it's brave and it's, it requires a lot of courage. It requires you putting yourself out there. Um, but you'll know one way or the other. The downside of that is rejection or people saying, no, I actually can't accommodate you or I actually can't make a safe space here or I can't actually, no, I'm not going to make, like, I'm going to keep making fun of you or like whatever it is, you know, and what I mean making fun of like, oh, that was thunder. Did y'all hear that? Um, It's storming like crazy. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, very much like, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Yes, making fun of. Sometimes it's not literally making fun of. Sometimes it's just the feeling of, I don't feel like I can be myself here. And so I, for me personally, I interpret that kind of in the similar way of making fun of that kind of rejection. You're rejecting who I am. So it takes some bravery. But what's on the other side of it is the opportunity for people to step up to the plate. Or it's an opportunity for you to set a boundary. Boundaries are, don't have to be this like negative, gross, like push people away thing. Boundaries can actually be a really beautiful and really healthy thing. I have had relationships saved because I have set boundaries. If I had not set those boundaries, it would have continued to create a cycle of resentment and therefore not a productive relationship. And so boundaries have saved relationships. What? You don't hear that very often. But that's the purpose of it. For some reason, we have gotten this thing in our mind that boundaries are this super negative thing, Xing people out of our lives, isolating ourselves when all the reality is, is boundaries is to protect who you are and to create safe spaces. And sometimes we just need to communicate what that is. Sometimes we just need to limit our interaction with somebody. Sometimes we need to say, hey, yes, I'll spend time with you, but I can only spend this amount of time. Yes, I'll spend time with you, but I really don't feel safe talking about these kind of conversations. Like, Saves relationships, can save relationships, right? So (laughs) I'm very passionate about this, clearly. The tension of how to walk with my unique design when all I want to do is fit in. So, So now how do we deal with this tension, right? How do we deal with this tension of, I know now that I'm this unique magic. What I offer to this world is unique, that God designed me uniquely on purpose that I have this um, spark that no one else has that's unique to me, that my story is unique to me, and I want to live out that uniqueness. But if I'm being really, really honest, I also want to fit in. I have no desire to be a unicorn, but I also want to walk in my unicorn energy. Does anybody else feel that way? If you do feel that way, if you're like, yes, I'm a unicorn, but I want to fit in so badly, like, let me know. Just shoot me the word unicorn or shoot me a unicorn emoji or something like that. It'll be our little like inside joke and I'll know you listened. But like where there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of really special and unique people. You are one of them. You are a unique person in your unique design. But there's this tension of I want to fit in so badly. 
for me, I'm still learning it. I don't have it perfect. I'm not going to come with you saying that I have it all figured out because honestly, that tension is something I battle every single day. And you know, here on this podcast, I'm not going to pretend like I have it all together. We're going to embrace the messy. We're going to sit in the unknown. And so I don't have every single answer on how to navigate this, but here are some things that I have learned. I spent a lot of years growing up trying to minimize who I was to fit in better, to try to fit in, go with the crowd. I don't think I ever like violated who I was. Like, I don't think I ever, you know, did something like, oh yeah, like I'm not a punk kid, but I acted like a punk kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't think I ever did anything to betray, maybe violate is not the word, to betray my identity. But did I walk in the fullness of my identity? No. I muted it. I filtered it. I dimmed it. I dialed it back a little bit because I wanted to be easy to accept and easy to love. Right? And that's a hard tension to sit in. If I know who I am, your story might be different. But for me, my story is, well, a lot of different things. But the thing I dealt with most as a kid is I have this really big personality. I have a lot of feelings that come off as being really dramatic. I'm really loud. I cry. Like, I just have all these really, really big feelings. And as a kid and as a teenager, I don't know how to process them. I don't know how to deal with them. They're just all there. But there are some moments where I felt like those big feelings and those that drama and all of that like wasn't wasn't easy. Wasn't easy for people around me, for friends around me to navigate and to deal with, and so I dialed it back. I filtered my emotions. I filtered my big feelings. I bottled them all up inside. And I just tried to make myself the easiest version of me to love. And when it ended up being, like it led me to ending up in jobs where I didn't know how to advocate for myself because I just didn't want to be a problem. I didn't want to cause more stress. I ended up in a terrible relationship because I didn't want to rock the boat. I wanted to be easy. I wanted to be easy to, to be accepted and to be loved. I didn't want to make it difficult for someone to have to work for my heart or make it hard to be, to, to love me. And so I just dialed it back a little bit, dialed it back a lot. It happened in faith spaces, in church spaces. I've got a lot of really big ideas. I've got a lot of crazy beliefs. I've got a lot of things that I'm questioning and navigating because I don't necessarily know if everything I've ever been taught about my faith is ironclad. Like I'm questioning some things. I'm wrestling with some things. No, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna keep that to myself. I'm not going to process that in community because I don't want to be rejected for like, oh my gosh, you're questioning the Lord like, and be judged as my position as a leader in ministry or church staff member or whatever it is. Like, let me, ju- let me just dial it back a little bit. And so now all of a sudden you have two things. I'm going to try to describe it for you because I know most of y'all are listening versus watching. But like in one hand, on my left hand, I have, this is who Courtney is. And in my right hand, I have, but this is the version that's showing up in the world. 
and there's this tension of of this is who I would love to be. This is who makes me free. But I don't actually believe that she is easy to love. I don't actually believe that she is, and I'm starting to fill in words, like not all of these are my story, but I I, I'm, I feel like who I am is um, not, like doesn't have the skill set enough. Who I am is not bold enough, is not loud enough, is not... Um, educated enough is not, I mean, you can slap whatever label you want to on there. And what's so twisted about this is you can know who you are. You can even love who you are and you can still show up as a filtered version of yourself. You know, we talk so much, especially in faith spaces about knowing who you are, but then how do you live it out? How do you live it out? And all we want to do is fit in. And there's this fear. There's this scare, scared moment, scary moments of what's going to happen if I truly let people see me, if I truly show up, if I truly open my mouth, if I truly say that thing that I'm thinking or feeling, or if I truly ask that question, what are people going to think of me? What I was going to say? And it's not as easy as just saying, I don't care what people think about me right? That's the easy way of saying it, right? Well, take me or leave me. I don't care what people think about me. Come on. We all care in some level. We all care. And I'm not talking about like what people you don't have a relationship with think about you. I'm talking about your friends, your family, your coworkers, your community. What are they going to think of me? Are they going to leave me? Are they going to pull back? Are they going to like keep to themselves? Are they going to gossip about me? What is it? All I want to do is fit in. And so if I dim my light a little bit, if I'm not so argumentative, if I don't speak up, if I don't rock the boat, like maybe I'll fit in. And look, I'm not sitting here and saying be controversial and everything, right? But there's a space for that. There should be safe spaces in your life where – You can be real where you can wrestle with things, where you can be messy. And I'm sorry for so many of you that you have not been granted access to those safe spaces. There are some things that we can do. We can set those boundaries. We can walk away from unhealthy spaces that we can, and we can step into new spaces We can ask for what we need. We can communicate. We can advocate for ourselves. But it's hard. I didn't start this episode or make this episode to come with you with a list of solutions or a list of four steps here and there. There There's some things that I've learned along the way and some things that I work with with my clients But um, it's nuanced for every person because you're different. If I'm sitting here and I'm talking about, you know, me speaking up, for some people, it's the exact opposite because you're the exact opposite of me. And I love that for you. Please keep being opposite of me. (laughs) You have a different skill set than I do. You connect with different people than I do. And you were created the way you are for a reason. I don't have um, 
the perfect solution, but here are a few things that I want to leave you with. Who you are is enough. Who you are is wonderful. Your uniqueness, the things that you might want to hide away, that you might want to tuck away, the parts of your story that you're like, man, I just didn't know any better. You can have grace for that. It's part of your story. And there's room for you. There's healing for you available. There's freedom available to you. And your identity is not tied to your job, not tied to what you do for ministry. You know, and if you don't, that's okay. We're all figuring it out. It's an evolving process. And the Lord will reveal those things to you. He'll shine a light on those things to you. I want you to get curious about the spaces that you don't feel safe to be you. Why? Why? And then lastly, understand that there is this freedom that comes when you get to walk authentically in who you were designed to be. A lot of us overthink it. A lot of us throw these filters and these, these, um, limiting beliefs on it. And I want to let you know that a lot of that comes from the pain of our past. A lot of that comes from hurt. A lot of that comes from moments in our story. And so there are resources available. There are coaches available. There are communities available to help you work through some of these parts of your story that you might need to take back, that you might need to own, that you might need to lean into in a different way. There's healing for you to step into that. I'm a work in progress. Let me tell you, 2023 has all been about, all right, court, (laughs) we got some story work to do. We got to dive into your story. We got to find where the enemy is trying to take a foothold and trying to convince you that who you are is not accepted. Hear me? Caveat. We're always growing, right? I want to be better today than I was yesterday. So it's not like I'm going to sit here and it's not going to be stagnant. I hope I can look back two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now and be like, wow, I am a different person, right? Because I'm going to grow and I'm going to add on to it, right? So it's not that I'm never going to change, but at the core of me, my personality, my skill sets, my calling, my gifts, those things are at the root of who I am and get the opportunity to be developed. And God made you with those things on purpose. There are moments in your story that are there on purpose. And I'm sorry that you haven't always felt like who you are is uniquely designed by God. And I just wanted to come on here today to tell you your design is so beautiful and intentional. I hope you get the opportunity to discover that. 
I hope you get the opportunity to love that design, to protect that design, and most importantly, live it out. Because that's not just going to impact the world. That's going to impact your heart and your spirit and your soul. And there's a deeper level of freedom when we get to live authentically. I highly recommend not doing this work alone. It's better in community. It's better with people who can speak truth into your life. My life has been changed by the coaches that I've invested in, by the therapists I've invested in, by the communities I've chosen to be a part of, by the friends I open up to. I tried to do a lot of this stuff by myself for a really long time. And God exponentially has used so many people to make it such a better process for me. And I've experienced so much growth. And so I want to extend that to you. If you are sitting here and going, yeah, this hits. (laughs) Yeah, I hear this. And yeah, I want to work on this. I want to learn how to live authentically. I want to learn how to dive deeper into my story, to understand what those gifts are, to love those gifts, to protect those gifts, and to live those out authentically in community. Then I want to invite you to come and be a part and come heal in community. I have a few resources for you. Um, You can reach out to me. You can email me. You can go to my website. You can DM me, whatever needs to happen. But we've got space for you. We've got space for you. If you want to join our community, you want to join what we're doing, it's a group of people who are on this journey of living authentically, figuring it out, pulling back the pieces. I'm teaching my, that's thunder again. (laughs) I hope y'all can hear that other than me just saying that's thunder. But I'm teaching my first, um, my first event that I'm opening up publicly, it's called Unleash Your Voice, and we're hosting the first one next week. Um, so if you're listening to this live, July 24th and 25th, and um, if you want to come, DM me and let me know, and I uh, will get you the information. If you're listening to this after the fact, um, DM me because I probably have another event coming up. So, um, but we're diving into this. I'm committed to this work. And I want to see every single person walking authentically into who they were designed to be and living it out, not just knowing who they are, but living it out fully. I think that's going to impact our jobs, our faith spaces, our future marriages, our current marriages. I think it's going to impact so many areas when we can live authentically. You are so special, my friend, and the world needs you. The world needs you. God designed you this way on purpose. You are so loved. You are so cherished. And I hope that this conversation, though a little all over the place, a little chaotic and thundering at times, apparently, um, I hope this conversation makes you feel a little less alone and a little more seen. That's really my heart. You're not alone. You're not alone. And there's a group of people that I want to connect you with, if you want, that are all on this journey to living authentically. I'm in your corner every single step of the way. And I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
Thanks for listening to the Grace for the Growth podcast with Courtney Leo. I hope that this conversation encouraged you and inspired you on your own growth journey and as you pursue a life full of authenticity and freedom. I want to encourage you to interact with us on social media at Grace for the Growth and at Courtney Y. Leo. Also, if you've got any ideas, way that these episodes have impacted you or encouraged you, I want to invite you to either DM us or email us at hello at graceforthegrowth.com. Until next time, I challenge you to embrace your story, welcome the messy, sit in the unknown, and live authentically. Bye-bye now.